Move over, latte. People want cold brew. It's trendy and it continues to grow in popularity. Is it just a fancy name for traditional iced coffee? Or how is it different? And does it affect your cholesterol level? Just ahead, what cold brew is, how it's made, and what you need to know about your cholesterol. Hi, I'm registered dietitian, nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 45. Most of my career, I've worked in some type of media, particularly radio, where I did morning drive nutrition spots for over 18 years. That's what led me to start podcasting and ultimately to this podcast. I created Bariatric Surgery Success to provide you with life-changing information based on science, along with simple strategies and tools to help you be successful in your transformation and your journey. You're in the right place, and I'm glad you're listening. I want to give a shout out and say thank you this week to Joe for her comment on Facebook. She said, thank you for this podcast. It's the best one out there. And I say, you made my day, Joe. Have you ever taken coffee that's been sitting around too long and added ice to make your version of iced coffee? Traditional iced coffee is regular coffee brewed hot and then cooled down. But cold brew coffee is just the opposite. You use water that is room temp or chilled, and then the coffee steeps slowly over time, usually 20 to 24 hours, to get the caffeine and the flavor. Cold brew needs more ground coffee to get the flavor than traditional brewed coffee. Usually it's concentrated and then diluted with milk, cream, or water. When it comes to taste, cold brew is milder and less acidic since cold water doesn't dissolve coffee as well as hot water. Traditional coffee can be bitter from the heat, which oxidizes those coffee oils and acids. Don't miss this. If you have heartburn, you may find cold brew easier to tolerate. So you might be thinking, is the caffeine content different? This answer isn't straightforward. According to coffeechemistry.com, cold brew coffee uses a higher coffee to water ratio than traditional coffee. So even though the cold brew method extracts less caffeine, the higher amount of coffee used in the brew process likely compensates for the difference in solubility. Other factors such as time, temperature, and grind size can also affect the amount of caffeine. Just a quick review if you've had bariatric surgery. The current science, which has been out for a while now, says that caffeinated fluids are as good as other fluids for keeping you hydrated. Did you get that? Lean in. The current science says that caffeinated fluids are as good as other fluids for keeping you hydrated. In fact, the American Society for Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery, who makes many recommendations for care after surgery, suggests avoiding caffeine for at least the first 30 days after surgery while your body's still sensitive and healing, then checking in with your bariatric dietitian or your surgeon if you want to add caffeine back to your diet. If you add caffeinated coffee back to your day, you may want to start with a caffeine decaf mix. See how the caffeine affects you and then gradually work your way to full throttle on the caffeine. You can also go back and listen to podcast number 34, The Buzz on Bariatric Surgery and Caffeine. I'll put the link in the show notes or you can easily find it on my website, breakingdownnutrition.com under podcast. What about your cholesterol level? You may have heard that some coffee brewing methods push cholesterol up. 
Remember that coffee doesn't contain cholesterol, but it might affect how the body produces it. A review of studies looking at coffee consumption and blood lipids or blood fats, particularly cholesterol, found that filtered coffee had very little effect on the cholesterol level. Now, consumption of unfiltered coffee can increase both your total cholesterol number and that lousy LDL cholesterol. But remember, unfiltered coffee is a different method of brewing. It's not cold brew. Cold brew typically uses a filter. So coffee contains these substances called diterpenes that are tied to increase in blood cholesterol levels. The use of paper filters will trap most of these. So if the coffee has been filtered, there's little effect on the cholesterol level. These diterpenes are strongest in coffee where the grounds have the longest contact with the water during brewing and no filtering. So the best thing to do is to use a filter. And here's a fun spin on cold brew to try if you like more of a latte. Take a cup of cold brew and add a splash of milk, some protein powder, and a dash or two of cinnamon and blend like crazy. Remember, wait a good 30 days after surgery before you add back caffeine or coffee. Discuss with your medical team and get the go-ahead. Add it back slowly. Be sure and sign up for the Breaking Down Nutrition newsletter on our website, BreakingDownNutrition.com. Also, I have a new partnership with ProCare Health. You may already know their line of bariatric multivitamins, calcium, and protein products. The newsletter is where you'll find discount coupon codes. Have a question or comment for me? Contact me through the Breaking Down Nutrition website, that's BreakingDownNutrition.com, or hit reply to my newsletter with your question. And remember, be good to yourself. You're worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC, all rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.